and welcome to another episode of Let's Drink, where the pullout game is always strong. Mm, yeah, daddy. I like that. That's a, that's a good way to start it off there. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, welcome to Let's Drink, episode number, Let's Drink podcast, episode number 16. Jesus, how do we keep putting these out? Uh, I'm sure just because somebody keeps providing the alcohol, honestly. <laughs> yeah, sure. Imagine the sober. Can you even imagine this over? It's not really our podcast anymore. That's just us talking to a microphone with a bunch of we hate things. Let's drink. We have like water and we, we talk about just like problems in life. Like, yeah, it used to be 3.99% the level of interest. Now they raise it to 24 and then just like talk about how shitty life is. It's like, oh, this is the Let's Get Sad podcast. podcast. <laughs> yeah. Okay. We have an interesting lineup here. We had an interesting lineup last week, but we have an even more interesting lineup this week, I think. Uh, what are we starting off with as far as I see some shots? We have Butterscotch uh, Moonshine from Shiner's Brewery in Amro, Wisconsin. Ooh, right down the road here. All right, well, let's get fucked up. This is probably flammable, which is a good thing. It's next Highly. Up, next up, uh, fire there. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, God, the taste doesn't get much better. Oh, uh, oh Daddy. <laughs> oh, my God. I oh. promise you'll love me in the morning. What the hell? All right, well, that's a way to start a podcast. I'm awake. I'm up. Holy hell. Well, let's see here. The butterscotch is very much obvious in this alcohol. You can taste it in every facet on your lips, in the corners of your mouth, in your sinuses. <laughs> the only problem is, is everything else is just burn. Yeah, that's, that, that is purely, uh, it's hate. It's, it just hates you. It hates that everything is, about you. And That is a hate fuck of a moonshine, and I, that's okay. I thought it was going to burn more, honestly. I really thought that was going to... Oh. kill me more than it uh than it was uh we and also now we're, we're popping our, our, our beverage here what, what is this we have a red bridge from the red bridge brewery and it is the only beer i've ever seen like this the gluten-free sorghum beer without wheat or barley in it so i don't know how that's beer um it tastes interesting it, it definitely it feels like alcohol They've done a good job. I mean, I, uh, yes, actually, it, it eliminates the standard flavor of alcohol. You don't get that, yeah, that weird. I guess I, I guess I have to say barley and wheat taste at the end of it, like you do with most standard beers. It's, it's not as bad. I honestly was expecting absolute shit. So the fact that that's not absolute shit is kind of a relief. Yes, it's um, smooth, forgettable, but it actually makes a pretty decent beer, especially if you're looking for the gluten free route. Yeah, if you're looking for something a little, uh, little, little pansier, yeah, little, little. little, little. If you haven't tugged out your tampon quite yet, <laughs> grab uh, yourself a gluten free Grab beer. yourself a red bridge. We had an interesting week here with uh, one of the uh, people running for office in 2020. Uh, Mr. Joe Biden had a slip up, and uh, I get there's there's I would I would be guilty of making this slip up for sure. Uh, but when you get, when you're running for office, you probably should watch what you say. So we have a quick clip here. If no one is familiar uh, with what Mr. Biden said over this week, we'll give you a quick glimpse. So. We should challenge students in these schools to have advanced placement programs in these schools. We have this notion that somehow if you're poor, you cannot do it. Poor kids are just as bright and just as talented as white kids, wealthy kids, black kids, Asian kids. No, I really mean it, but think how we think about it. We think now we're going to dumb it down. They can do anything anybody else can do, give it a shot. 
Yeah, black kids can do anything, Mike. You hear that? Absolutely, <laughs> black kids can do anything. Wow. Uh, well, Joe Biden, now I finally see... Now, he was Obama's vice president, yeah. wasn't he? Yeah, he was like one of the coolest vice presidents ever. He was one of the coolest vice presidents ever. And now I get that behind closed doors, he was, he was like, just yeah, talking about Obama. how clean cut that Obama was. Yeah. I like He's him. good for one of them. He's one of the good ones. <laughs> he's one of the good... I feel... T- you can t- The clapping, I love it, because he says that, it's like dead quiet. Like, you know one of his cabinet members like started clapping to start the room. Yep. Like, somebody's Oh, hard no, 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 Joe. Yeah. While his producer or, or, or HR or whatever is just in the background going, oh, God. She's no. like, our Twitter just starts pinging as, yeah. as he <laughs> says that. Crap. <laughs> the NRA, everyone's like, you fucking ass. It's over, Biden. <laughs> you got to watch what you say running for, for president. Uh, well, actually, don't. Look at Trump. He's elected. So Right, uh, absolutely. Grab him by the pussy. I really think, uh, honestly, I think going forward, if that's the worst thing he says, we're doing good. Yeah. Uh, and you can only go up from here. Really? He needs to lean into this right now and be like, you know what? What I said in my last conference, I, I, I think it spoke from the soul, folks. I think what we need to do is not unify this country. We need to divide it. Like, he just really leans all right into this where it's like, oh, okay, Joe. And then he'd win. I 100% win. He'd probably win. Just be a Democrat that's as horrible and awful as uh, Trump, and all of a sudden you're going to get elected. Like, I don't know. He's good. He's, he's, a, he's, he's not as bad. I mean, you know, we let, we let old Donald say anything he wants, and old Joe wants to say what he wants. He's just like me. He's quirky. You know, I kind of... <laughs> And ladies and gentlemen, feel free to go ahead and call and comment in on this or email us and let us know what you would think. But I kind of wonder if a Democrat with that kind of attitude, like don't make it exactly like Trump's attitude, yeah. but make it, you know, he's, he's talking about blacks and whites and Asians yeah. not being equal. And, you know, he's not necessarily calling every Mexican a rapist like Donald Trump did. Yeah. But he's, you know, he, he's clearly talking about segregation to a point. He, he still does the Democrat things like he believes in full yeah. health care yeah. and shit like that. But Universal health care, all the, all the good yeah, things, all the good that, things. The, that side believes. But he... At the other, at the you know, same time, he still calls his his like black assistant boy, and things like that. He makes railroad jokes to the the Asian that's working the camera. He tips the fucking black guy who's his handler. You know, that's opens hilarious. the car and he like shakes his hand, gives him a ten, gives him the wink, walks like he's just oh. racist and tone deaf. I wonder <laughs> if he would be more likely to get elected versus you know anybody who's he, actually he trying could to be. be. Just... He's like he's like seventy four. You can be tone deaf at seventy four. I mean that's Trump, but he's just he's rich and he's an idiot. Uh, there's, but like not understand like that we're in a progressive world now like we're it's not okay to say the word boy or stuff like that or every time i hear somebody be racist at, especially at work it's the first thing out of my mouth is really it's, it's 2019 20, yeah. we're done being racist yeah, our our age group any, anything under uh i'd say 70 no nah, i'll give it 60 anything under 60 it's pretty obvious times changed a long time ago get with them like there's anybody can do anything they want nowadays right. they should well in theory they should be really you can't we still have we still have a, a very racist country uh sadly but i don't know if that'll ever be fixed uh right that seems more on on you know those older well you know when you when you see the older generation phase out more you think as, our, as our generation gets older, it'll become more progressive. As boomers and things die off, we're noticing the voting shift. How many states are, sh- are shifting from red to blue just yep. because they're, they're losing those older people? I think then the next generation, a lot of these thoughts and feelings will die off. Which because, is good. Because we're even watching it happen with religion in a lot of cases. Like yep. heavily organized religion is at its all time low because you know you hear it from your parents, but they're indoctrinating you, and yep. then the world of the internet gives you like options and things. So you yep. look at it and go, oh. Oh, that's that's actually not the way the world works. Yeah. There's a there's a saying I like that that says if you teach your child one religion, you're uh, indoctrinating them. Mm-hmm. You're, you're brainwashing. That is, them. you're taking your beliefs, 
and you are saying that is the truth of the world. So you are, that is indoctrination at its core right there. If you teach them about multiple religions, you're vaccinating them because mm-hmm. then it teaches them that religions all have different perspectives and different you know ways of life and teaches them to look at religion with a hands-off approach for what it basically is instead of the blinding, oh, God's will. Yeah. You can look at it as, oh, it's a guide to be a better person. Yeah. Like, you know, it's the it's basically the difference between brainwashing and vaccinating. Yeah. Which, I, I mean, I think if I were to have kids, I would I would have the hands-off approach where I'd say, you know, I, I we do this every week. We bring in politics and religion, which is fine. I don't care. We don't really, we take, we take a very hands-off stance. I don't think you and I are like, if you don't believe this, don't listen to this podcast. We really don't care. If anybody has different beliefs than us, that's fine. That's, that's the world we live in. We're not, I don't want all of us to have the same opinion. And as long as you're not going to come here and slash my tires, please don't, um, then we're fine. Then you can come here and have your opposing opinion and we'll listen to it. And that's awesome. I think the communication's healthy. But I would want my kids to have the open view of whatever you want to go look, whatever you want to be like, yeah, at the end of the day, I do believe, I hope there's a God and I think there's a God and I I believe that there is a God of some sort, but I'm not going to sit here and say anybody's right or anybody's wrong because that's, I'm not that powerful. I don't. That's arrogant. It is arrogance to be like, well, you know what? Uh, There's just, I'm a Catholic and that's, if you're not Catholic, well, well, see you in hell, you know, it's whatever, you know, I I would want my kids to have, and the same way with politics. I'm very hands-off with politics. I just believe in a good leader who will take care of the country and watch out for what's the best interest of the people in this country, not. Uh, I don't, you don't, I don't go Republican or Democrat. Who's the better person? Who is, who is going to help this country become better? Hey, uh, David, how do you, uh, how do you get a nun pregnant? (laughs) How do you get a nun pregnant? Dress her up like an altar boy. Oh, (laughs) I mean, you're not wrong. I think that actually would work. I'm trying to look at that from an actual practicality side. Um, no, I, I, I'm the same way. A lot of first world countries have done away with the standard Democrat Republic. Like they don't do it Yeah, because it divides your country and it gridlocks your politics. Well, I get, you get tired of seeing this where it's like one party becomes like, that's you have to vote for whoever we, 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 we're running. Yeah. The Republican nominee. Well, that's of course, I don't agree as foreign policy and this domestic stuff, but it's part of my party. Gotta, gotta stick John Wayne style here. The problem is, is the reason that the American political machine does that is because it's harder to divide people on the basic issues, which is what a lot of other places do. Yeah. So if you take away, you know, the belief system, you know, or Republican or Democrat, you have to go, all right, this candidate believes in universal health care, believes in prison reform, et cetera, et cetera. And then you're asking the voter to look at those issues individually. And then all of a sudden, a lot of stuff just starts to seem like common sense. Mm-hmm. Like, well, yeah, of course we'd have health care this way. Instead, this way you can just say, but he's a Republican. You have to vote for him because you're a Republican. Which I hate. I can't. I, 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 I know of people who are like that. It's like, but you don't believe in everything he stands for. But yet, at the end of the day, you're going to still because he's part of your party. I would just love to get rid of that. I would love it because we have a little generation that just they, they vote for whoever. I've always voted Democrat, which fine. I've but you're voting based on what they're offering. Yeah, you're. Yeah, we'll look at their stances and their policies and then align that with what you think. Like, is that something you're OK with? Are you OK with upping, you know, domestic, you know, combat or, or whatever? You know, you're looking to become more of an aggressive country and tariffs against China and all this. And it's like, no, no. I, I don't. Well, OK, then that person might not be for you if that's a huge burn for you. Or if it's a little thing for you, then that's the person for you. But don't just because he's part of your party. Doesn't, don't. Don't back a guy. That's 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 dumb. That's how we that's how we get guys like the current guy in office right now. The only time it's okay to back somebody mindlessly is if they're family. 
I'll back you pretty much mindlessly, even though I I'm don't. Gonna, I'm gonna run. I'm running. If you do, no, no, I mean like in a this bar. If you start shit talking, I'm gonna be. I'm gonna have your oh, back. For I don't sure. like it, but you know what? That's my brother. No, same back. way. If we were in a bar and all of a sudden I knew you were too drunk and you were like gapping at some guy, and I'm like, fuck, like okay, let me take my stuff out, wall it, <laughs> and then all of a sudden just grab the bottle and hold the bottle and just get ready. Like Mike's gonna, I'm gonna have to put this bottle across someone's <laughs> face. Like you know, at that point in time, that's your. That's, that's your, my duty. Yep, I'm gonna go to jail yeah, for you. Which that's I, fine. I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm gonna know. I'm gonna go shit talk. So I'm gonna walk out the hallway right now. And start calling out people. I say, get over here. <laughs> get your we just leave it recording, and I walk out there to start yelling at people. Hey, hey, big man, big man. Mike's like shit. Pulls out his fucking blade. Like we're gonna, we're gonna, we're going today on the podcast. <laughs> Sit in front of the camera. Okay, lighting's good. Lighting's good. Fuck you, and then we fight. Yeah, that'd be great. Oh my god! <laughs> you just get some guy. You just all right. You, you look at the camera, good. Fuck Mexicans, right in <laughs> his face. And just hit him in the just face. That would be the worst goddamn. Well, I bet the views would go way up on our physical. Oh, no, content. we would be so. We would have so many subscribers to our channel. <laughs> it would. It would be. It would be insane, and it wouldn't be the good ones. They no. would be the ones we don't want. They're like, hey, brother, you want to come down to Alabama? We got. Uh, we need a new night down here. <laughs> yep. Grand uh, Dragon yeah. wants to know your location <laughs> no thank you no thank you <laughs> it was comedy i swear it's comedy oh shit i had yeah i had uh, an interesting experience uh last saturday and right where you were sitting i was about to fend for my life if you're not watching on youtube watch on youtube subscribe let's drink podcast uh a little plug uh i had it was 11:30 at night enjoying some drinks I have a friend over we're watching live pd of course great show and uh here bang 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 on the door fuck they finally got me like, it was cops or something like, it sounded like a cop bang because it was very assertive like a boom boom like they, they went closed fist boom 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 motherfucker so i get up i answer it two big samoans are like turn the fucking shit turn your shit down bitch turn your fucking shit and i'm like instantly like i'm drunk so i'm like and i'm wearing mind you i'm wearing a captain's hat beads and sunglasses 11 30 at night because i'm fucked up and i'm like okay and i'm like treating it like it's a joke and like i realized it was at the, the tv was at 30 i'm like we'll take it down 24 but like the way i wrote it i'm like well because uh, they called the person i was with a bitch and i'm like that that's where i you're gonna you're starting to trigger me to where i want to do something so i'm like all right well, what are our options you guys have a good night thank you so much close the door instantly i get back to the couch boom 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 so i'm like these guys they want to go and i'm drunk so i'm not i'm not in a, a sober mindset go and grab a bat put it on the chair let the person know that they're the backup and i grab the knife i flip it open as i'm opening the door and i set it on the table where you're sitting just so they know like which again dumb idea because now i've brought a weapon into this and they could have probably got me killed and uh they're, they're still they're leaning in at this point saying turn that fucking shit down and uh they're pointing here and they're like i'm gonna make your bitch fucking do it and i'm like okay this is you're overstepping your boundary this girl isn't really comfortable here to begin with and now she's scared that i have neighbors that are fucked up so i put my hand out i don't i don't i don't put it on their chest but i put it in front of their chest and they know like if you cross this we got a problem we got a, things are gonna go down and i'm like guys i'm like I will turn it down. I'm so sorry about this. You guys have a nice night, but if you if you come any closer, I'm gonna have to react. And I said that react. I'm gonna have to react. Just so I know, like I'm now sobering up, and now you're you're really you're crossing a line. So in my mind, what I was gonna do is tackle one or wait for I needed them to punch me because once they punch me, now it's not assault. It's now me defending myself. And I'm like, once they hit me in the face, one punch, separate them. Which I realized later, the girl's like, uh, you're gonna leave me with a dude with a knife, and I'm gonna be dead. Uh, and thankfully, I didn't finish the story with you pre, pre-show. Um, these people don't live actually in this building. They're cousins of a very sober and nice girl that lives on the opposite end on the first floor. 
So there was no noise issue. They were just fucked up on meth. Like they were like you could like they kept like like muscle spasms and like you could see in their eyes like compl- like d- pupils were just like dots. You could tell meth or something was involved here. Mm-hmm. And she came over. Girl across the hallway was looking out. Dude down here was looking out. I'm like, I'm about to, like, they're going to fuck. Nobody filmed it either. Like, once she pulled him away, I was like, did you film it? She's like, no. I'm like, anybody down there film it? And the guy's like, no. And I'm like, did you Did you film it? And she's like, no. Fuck. Like, come, I look like a badass for one moment. This is great content. Like, I'm usually a pussy. And right here, I was willing to take a stand. Uh, but she came over. Sober girl, maybe 25, 24. And she's like, I am so sorry. I, they, they're from out of town. They went out tonight. I am so sorry. She's like, I, I apologize to everybody for the noise. And I'm like, oh, it's all good. Like, I get it. Like, I don't get it because I don't do meth. But uh, I get people get fucked up. But I'm just, I mean, I live in an interesting fucking place, Mike. Clearly. You want to get yourself one of them stunt batons like you bought me way back when. Oh, the crackles. I love any <laughs> weapon that you just make a noise of it, and that usually sobers people's mindset up a little bit. Like, oh. that cattle prod is more than enough to make someone go, hmm, maybe the noise ain't so important to me. I remember when I bought that for you, I was very worried, because I was looking at some aggressive porn at that time, and then I went to look up stun batons, handcuffs, and bear mace, and I'm like... Okay, I'm looking at a lot of forged stuff online, and I'm like, and now I'm looking at handcuffs and bear. I'm like, this is probably going to be flagged by someone's reviewing my search history. So I'm like, go back to meat potato sex for a bit. Here. <laughs> <laughs> I remember getting that, and like that thing is. Oh. Nope, never had somebody. I've had several people volunteer. They're like, oh, I want to try that. Like, get me in the arm with it, and then you make the crackle in front of them once, and they immediately back down. Nope. Oh, no, 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 no. Okay. And that's what I thought when we when I first bought that for you. I'm like, Mike's gonna have to stun me with this. And then like the first time you hear the crack when you turn on the two prods. I mean, it's definitely, it's, and people don't even know, it's like breaking glass. Yeah, like, it's like lightning. It yeah. sounds, it's horrible. It's scary. And I was like, nope, nope, nope. nope you're, I, you're not I, getting that near me. Mm-hmm. I don't want to shit my pants. Like, I don't need you to fucking, <laughs> I don't need you to stun me. So, yeah, I got to get one of those. Because the knife was, hindsight, I was drunk. I was really drunk. Uh, we had margaritas and Bloody Marys all day. And we were just watching fucking live PD. But, like, in my mind, like, I have, I have a switch for people that don't know. I go from normal to serial killer pretty fast. He does. If, if you touch me or physically do anything to me, my I forget about jail. I forget about life, and I'm like, all right, I'm gonna stab a guy. I'm gonna I'm gonna take a bottle and break it across someone's face tonight. Like, and those that's gonna get me probably a couple of years behind cells, behind bars. But when you cross a certain line, when you fuck with people that are around me, I gotta fucking react. You can't. I'm not. You can't do that to me. Like, you can call me an asshole. You can, you can call me every word in the book. I don't give a shit. Like, be like, oh, you're a fucking fat piece of shit. All right, thank you very much. You have, a, you have a good night, sir. Thank you so much. But when you start bringing other people and calling them bitch and tell like, okay, well now let's somebody now we have a problem. Yeah, somebody I care about, and you're calling them that. Now I got to do something because now you've crossed the line, and I just I need to fucking move is what I need to do right Speaking now. Speaking of big intimidating people, I just saw on the web a couple of days ago Mike Tyson box. talking about smoking four hundred or forty thousand dollars worth of weed. Oh, forty grand worth of weed! Jesus Christ, Tyson! I don't even know how that's possible. I don't think I could smoke forty grand of weed in a month. In a month, you, what does he get it by the fucking brick? And I, he just wraps that in tissue paper. When he owns a fucking and dispensary in a grow farm. So I'm like, oh, does he, he actually own a dispensary? Yeah, he does. Please he, tell me he's going to get a pot leaf tattoo in his face now. I would love that. He should. He's so fucked. He has so much CTE going on. <laughs> no, where it, it really would make sense if Tyson was like, yeah, the time I'm going to do the whole tattoo in the face. You know, I love marijuana. Like, if he did that, it would be like, oh, it's, that's Mike for you. But see, that's the scary part. You ever watch uh, uh, Ip Man, IP Man, Ip Man 3, I think he's in? Mike Tyson is in it as just like some 
former heavyweight boxer yeah. in the movie, and like him and the guy who plays the Ip Man go into get into a little like sparring match, and the guy's using the old school like wing style against him, but Mike Tyson's fighting like Mike fucking Tyson. He didn't give a fuck about anything. And even as old as he is. How big and how like heavy he is, the way he moves and ducks, and like you can tell he's hitting like a mock truck. Oh, he's old school brick house. He's he a brick care. house, and you're you're like there's still a boxer deep inside. Oh that, yeah, that uh, he's that, fucked up in that, but that's all. That's like football. That's that's muscle memory. Your body like right away doesn't need really brain cells to like your muscles remember those movements. They remember that years of training that yeah. you were doing. Actually, we should watch that after the. I'm gonna show you that because it's just it's 100%. something else. It's awesome. No, anyway. I, I, I you look at yeah you look at Tyson. He I mean he is. Uh, uh, he's fucked up uh, on so many levels, and I don't blame him. If you get punched in the head that much, I mean things yeah, aren't really going to click up. anymore. But I, I've seen him train. I've seen him hit things, and like watching him still go after a bag, and you're like, and you're oh. watching like the dust and the sand come out of that bag, and you're like, okay, um, uh, you still have it, Iron Mike. Like I don't, I don't want those fists anywhere near my face because one hit and you know and it's over. Even you're gonna wake up age. and you're gonna have lost like all your knowledge of third grade. Yeah, but you're gonna be like, hey, dude, you want to have a thing? You want to have some smoke? He's, he's, he really is. If anyone doesn't know Mike, I don't know Mike personally, but I've, I've heard a lot of stories and he sounds like he's a really great, personable guy. But... Just look at the movies he stars in. Oh yeah, like, I mean, he, like he, Hangover. He, yeah, he's, he's he's a lovable guy. He's a great guy. He's but hilarious. He's, he's also Iron Mike still. Where it's like, yeah, mm-hmm. you, you piss Iron Mike off and. Uh, because he does poetry don't mean you can come anywhere near him and fuck him up. He's... He'll take one hit and you're going to forget who your family is. Real fucking fast. Did he punch Steve-O? Did he? No, Butterbean did. No, Butterbean hit... Uh... No, it was Tyson was that punched Tyson? Steve-O. Yep, that was that roast of whoever the hell he punched. And he gave oh, him a yeah. light punch, too. And yep. even the light punch, you looked at Steve, you're like, oh, he could have folded you in half like a fucking <laughs> tissue paper. fucking like, killed you. I think Steve, like, ran into his fist or something like that. Or like I could you, see that, yeah. Because Tyson immediately, no, and that was. Tyson immediately was like, I'm not going to hit you. Oh, and, yeah, I do remember. And she was like, it's fine. Hit me. He's like, I don't, I don't want to. I'm, I'm not going to hit you. And it, you're thinking that he's just being, you know. Yeah, a nice guy. No, in the back of his head, he's going, you ain't going to make one punch, Steve. I can kill you. I'm, I'm, I'll kill you. Yeah, and these guys are, I mean, I, I know uh, Brendan Schaub, who's a, an old UFC fighter and fighter in the kid with Brian Callen, and he talks about the liability of him getting in bar fights. And he's like, I tell my friends right away, I can't get in a bar fight because I fought heavyweight MMA. I, I have 22 fights. My hands are literally weapons. Like, if, if I hurt somebody or kill somebody, I go to prison because I am a lethal weapon. Yeah. Same thing with Tyson, where he's like, if I fuck you, if you die... I go to jail because I'm Mike Tyson. These are legit weapons. Like they are trained to, to hurt people, and you're not trained to take that. <laughs> um, speaking of which, did you see the video of Conor McGregor just taking, trying to take out an old guy oh, for not yeah. accepting fucking whiskey? Yeah, really, which, Conor. I mean, Conor is excessive to begin with. Uh, the guy is a badass. I, I love, I love and hate Conor at the same time. Um, but is he a badass for beating on old people? He he's a guy that doesn't take shit. I know if he, he's broken phones of people before, and he's he's done a lot of things. I, I see it from both angles. I see Conor like you took it to zero to a hundred real quick. Like uh, at the end of the day, let that one go, Connor. The old man, uh, his whiskey is extremely like we getting it in the U.S. is hard. I've tried to get a bottle of it because I want it and I can't. And when I if I could get it, I'd be paying about two hundred fifty bucks for a bottle of that. Good um, golly. So if, if Connor if Connor McGregor was like trying my whiskey, I'm like, uh, thank you so much, sir. I really appreciate this honor. You're a great fighter. Like, so they say from both sides. Now, if you actually watch the video, what's hilarious to me is this old guy is 
is just a complete and utter badass about it. He takes a sucker punch from Conor McGregor, oh, and he, he like gets. No, if 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 you watch it, he actually like he he takes the hit, but he doesn't even so much as lean. He just kind of sits back upright, adjusts his coat, and like reaches for a drink again while his friends are restraining him. He's like, I'm gonna make a lot of money on this. But he, thank you. That, that old guy, like, that's the worst thing you can do to a guy like Conor McGregor is take a punch from him and just be like, yeah, it was nice. It's yeah, because really- Conor's looking for the listed reaction of like. Oh, right, because now it looks like he's a pussy. Like, Connor, you couldn't fucking knock. You could knock a sixty-five-year-old. Yeah, Grandpa's over there drinking every day, and you can't <laughs> knock him out. The only way to make this better, in my opinion, is for the old man to do a press conference and say that he's not pressing charges, yeah, like, and uh, just and but he, yeah, in front of everybody, he's like, I'm not going to press charges. I I don't know why I would. I've been hit harder by little girls. So. No, for him, no, for him to come out and just act super like like lost, like press conference. You got hit by Conor McGregor. What? And then I have to show him the video. And he's like. Oh shit! I thought he was hugging me. I, I didn't like. He just looks so shocked. He's like, "Well, no, I kind of and I go back." That I thought he's caressing my cheeks. Yeah, softly. I thought he was trying to get like something off my beard. That's it's weird that he tried to hit me. Why? Didn't, yeah, I don't, I don't really. This is a non-issue, guys. It didn't really hurt. So Connor's good to go. Yeah, Connor's he's next level. Uh, I watched his documentary on Amazon uh, with him and his big fight in Vegas, and he tore his ACL and MCL. So mind you, his left knee is not attached and this fight if he wins he's going to make 300 million dollars if he forfeits he gets nothing and if he loses he still makes like 150 so he's been training the entire documentary is him doing this Schwarzenegger comes and sees him the night before and they're hanging out and he's in his mind like lie to the camera he's like no I'm good to go no I'm good to go no I'm good to go and like his like left leg you MCL seals off like all you have is a knee at that point in time there's no muscles on the outside holding that leg and he's he uses that leg essentially. Pivoting on that leg would be dangerous. Uh, you could fuck your leg up. You, I mean, and NFL play at the end of a season for an NFL player. If you tear your ACL, you're done. Okay, welcome. You're in a, you're in a boot now. You're you're not walking for weeks. And Connor's like, I'm good to go. And you're watching him train, and it's just cringeworthy because this guy's like, I can't give it up. Like I've I've come too far to do this. He fights and wins that fight with a torn ACL MCL. And he walks fine. He doesn't use his left leg the entire fight. But then after it, you watch him and he gets like, you know, he's, he gets his belt, gets all that. Him and his wife, amazing girl, get back to the room and you watch him just lay in the chair. And he right away, he's calling for an ambulance. He's calling for help. And he tells them what happens. And they're just like freaking out. He's like, I think I tore my ACL and MCL. They're torn. And they're like, what? During the fight? And he's like, week and a half ago, week and a half ago. And they're freaking the fuck out. But he was such a badass. He's like, I got to win this fight. I got to win this fight. I'm like, Fucking look like I would be crying if they said your ACL's torn. <laughs> that sincerely reminds me of uh, have you ever seen those return back from uh, war videos of World War II? No, some of those soldiers coming back from World War II, like they had some nifty footage of men coming back to like the forwarding base after like the last operations were yeah. done. And you've got these men who it looks like the war daddy himself from Fury just walking up and he's got his fucking rifle, he's got his helmet, and he's got his canteen, and he's got bandages. You know, yeah. a couple of them had like wounds and shit, but they're just like, yeah, and they're trucking along and then the moment they get off the truck it's like they start to get older and wearier the closer and eventually some of them just like their 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 gear dropped and they hit the ground and they're like clutching a, a wounded part of them all of a sudden all the fucking they turn war, it off they turn it off and they're like oh god i'm hurt you know the medics and, and other soldiers are helping each other back up and there's just this huge weight on these these men and women who've put an entire generation on hold to, i to could easily see that yeah you're, you're oh. in the mode and you're just like all right i'm a soldier i gotta produce i gotta produce 
then you get home and you turn it off and you're like, oh shit, there's a lot wrong here. Yeah, there's there's yeah. like pain in this leg. Uh, my head hurts. My neck hurts. Uh, and now I'm thinking of the people I killed. Like, oh fuck, oh fuck. Like, yeah, I, I and I envy those people. I actually, I don't know. I've never been faced with that, so I don't know if I could do that. But uh, I, I, I love it. That's why I love Connor. Connor's uh, and, and his story to begin with is, is honestly just something else. Speaking of war, they say that uh, at least this is the big Republican talking point, and don't any of you buy this crap for a second <laughs> they say that video games cause violence oh my god did i send you that video of uh, i think it was uh, it was it was one of those old world war 1 movies that they've been coming out with lately and it shows uh, one soldier walking across the uh, uh, the no man's land and then another one pops up with a rifle and points it at him and he's he's clearly surrendering yeah. but the the gif has it going wait hold on hold on video games haven't been invented yet and That's then the hilarious. guy behind the rifle goes you're right. And then it switches to them all celebrating. Like, oh, God, yeah, video games will be better for 50 years. Oh, like humankind's, humankind wasn't violent and stupid before video games. No, it's so and, – and fuck Walmart. They took all violent video games off their shelves. I don't know if you saw that. Besides EA games right now, essentially, which I don't know about you, but I've been more willing to fight somebody after losing a Madden match than I was after getting shot in Rainbow. Like, I've been, there's definitely more competition when it comes to that. But they still sell guns. And they're like, oh, no, we put all the games back. If you want to buy them, we'll buy them, but we don't want to elicit violence. Motherfucker, you got to be so fucked up in the head to think that for any reason video games cause any violence. To put it in perspective, in terms of spending on video games and consumer or, or uh, consuming of video games, America is the sixth largest consumer of video games in the world. Yeah, and you look at like Asia, anywhere in Asia, they play way more video. They be 16 plus hours every day. And then they have no gun violence. They have no gun violence. And so what, what are all these countries, and they're five ahead of us that consume far more video games than us. And the zero. interesting things, they all have zero to like zero. one gun deaths. Yep. Or zero to one mass shooting, zero to one gun deaths. And you know what the interesting part about all those countries is, ladies and gentlemen, is that they have gun control. Heavy yeah. gun control. Yeah. What? I, I, I agree you should have the right to bear arms, but do you need an assault rifle? <laughs> do you really need the assault rifle? You 30? can't do a semi-automatic that shoots every couple of seconds, that one shot, one shot, one shot. You don't need yeah. one that can literally just clear out a fucking... You can clear out a tub of casings within seconds and do what people are doing in Walmart. Do you need kids and younger people? Do you need the mentally ill to be able to get their hands on guns? I really don't think so. No, there is, yeah. It, it has no correlation. None of these people played a game and said, you know what, I want to see how that feels in real life. I've never had that feeling. At all, and I don't think a lot of people have that feeling. I think it's just, it's such an easy, low-hanging fruit to say, hmm, it's a video game. Hell, if anything, a few video games like Last of Us and a couple others made me look at guns a little bit scarier because it's like, that in one trigger pull took the man's daughter away from him. Or like, you're, you're like, you're seeing the main character. Oh, if you've ever played Spec Ops The Line, ladies and gentlemen. Le- I've never played that. Spec Ops The Line is a third-person shooter where you are in Dubai, after a fictional war happens in Dubai and you play an American soldier. Um, The interesting thing about the game is is that it often forces you to make bad decisions but then frames the decision like it was your fault in the first place. (laughs) And it's really good at that too because, you know what white phosphorus is? No. White phosphorus is a a huge incendiary weapon that we use these days. It, It lights up hotter than the sun right away and then it burns flesh from bone in seconds. At one point in the game, there's a huge crowd of citizens, just standard innocent citizens in Spec Ops, that you have to get past. And one of your men suggests, uh... 
white phosphorus <laughs> to help clear out some of the terror, the enemy combatants and the, the, the citizens there. So you hit the button, you're like, fuck yeah, white phosphorus, and you burn a bunch of innocent people. And then as you get to the end of the level, the game reveals you actually didn't have to do that. And then the loading screen after that in the next mission goes, do you feel like a hero now? And it's like, oh, oh, Spec Ops, oh, you touched me so dirty. Oh, that's that's dark. It's but dark. I love that though, because that kind of like, hey, did you really, did you really enjoy doing did that? You feel or, good. Or, did, you know, was that? Did you do that because you felt you had to? That kind of, but like, oh my god. And that, at least these days, where video games are becoming these huge multi-billion-dollar things, yeah. where you got No Man's Sky getting upgraded for the nine hundredth time, where you got, oh, I love me some No Man's Sky. You getting. And when games and shit are starting to become a huge thing, when there's a $5 million prize in Vegas for winning Rainbow Six. Yeah, true. Yeah, the, the, the competitions I've, I watched, I've watched some of those. It's, it's ridiculous. The first colleges, by the way, just took in professional gamers as, as under a... scholarships for like Smash Brothers and like the main. And it's like, are you serious? Did you just get into a fucking Ivy League college over your Smash Brothers? Video game. Yeah, that's what we do. Oh, yeah. Holy <laughs> hell. This is, but there it is. It's mainstream now. It is. And you can, you can say, oh, video games are violent. Well, congratulations. Sports is violent as well. Everything's violent. Everything is violent. Anything, competition itself is usually, we don't have hug ball. No. We have football. Fo- yeah, and I've seen plenty of football games where you got players getting up and they're, I mean, there, I've, Dave, there's been plenty of fights during football games. It's just competition. People get heated during competition. Certain people want to fight. That's just how the world is. It doesn't matter. It's not It's not related to a certain thing, and it doesn't need to go away. I mean, that's just how our world is. We don't need to worry about that stuff, and it's just bullshit. Did you see, over this week, there was a sale done, uh, Tumblr, the one-time amazing company that was sold for $1.1 billion a couple of years ago in 2013, was sold for $3 million. Why do you think they were sold for so less? Did Tumblr get sold for $3 million? To Yahoo. Yahoo decided to take that because they were. Whoa. Whoa. Yahoo can't even afford me. <laughs> what? How? Whoa. You remember what happened? What happened probably a year mm. and a half ago from Tumblr? What did they stop letting users show on the platform? <laughs> Are you happy with yourself, Tumblr? How does the high road feel? Does it feel good? The mo- I love that video where it's the CEO of Tumblr where he's like, yeah, Tumblr, we have a new look now. We're getting rid of pornographic material. And like, like cuts like, sir, that's, that's how much of that is our users? What <laughs> is a free? What is a free? <laughs> yeah, that's... It's exactly how it is where it's like literally overnight this company went from being ridiculously rich to like, uh, yeah, not six years six years later they're like, yeah, worth $3 million. $3 million. Tumblr is one of the most renowned names in, in... Do you think they bring back porn? I mean, it wasn't even... It was porn. Uh, do you think they bring that back? I think if they brought that back, they could up their value as a company. Yeah. Who is the smart guy in the boardroom where they're just like doing like Yahoo acquires it? I can imagine this because I could be in this scenario easily uh, being in an acquisition state. And they bring up the marketing team and they're like, how do we how do we solve this? And they're like, I'm the only guy in the room. Like everyone's like, well, maybe we do like a me too section. Like everyone's going through viable stuff. and I'm just like rubbing my head. And then finally the CEO Yahoo's like, Dave, what do you got? <laughs> and then everyone's like, you're like, not happy about it, but you're going to say it. Yeah, it's, it's like, I know what the elf in the room is, guys. And everyone's just giving me bullshit. It's like, yeah, we need porn back, guys. I'm so sorry. Um, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what the fuck to tell you. I don't, don't, don't look at it if you don't want to look at it. But uh, if you guys want to make millions of dollars, uh, if you want to make a million dollars, yeah, uh, porn, guys, why why get rid of porn? Why is why do we live in such a world where that's frowned upon? You know, we have movements like free the nip and stuff like that where it's like, 
why are we shaming that? It's a part of our society, folks. It's how we recreate. Like, get over it. Like, seriously. Like, Whitney Cummings this week. This is a sidebar. Uh, I love Whitney Cummings. I actually don't like her, but I like what she did this week. Um, she got messaged on Monday, a guy who sent her a picture of one of her Instagram live stories and had a picture of her nipple because she was in the bathtub and said, how much to not post this picture? So she was like, uh, fuck that. And she posted on Twitter and she goes, just so you guys know, here's my nipple. And fuck this guy and put his name out there. And she's like, I'm not going to be extorted for that. It was half a nipple. It wasn't even worth jerking off to. Uh, but it was, yeah, it was a picture of her nipple. And she said, you know what? People come back and show me embarrassing pictures. So comedians rally. Uh, Chris D'Elia takes his pants off in his dressing room. He spreads his legs and he takes a picture. And he's like, yeah, here's my picture that I don't want people seeing. And Burt Kreischer's like, no, he showed his testicles. And he's like, here's my, there's a huge bubble on his testicle. And he puts it on Twitter. And he's like, that's when I went on a water slide and fucked up my testicle. Like, and everyone's showing embarrassing pictures. I'm like, thank you. Stop making this like, because celebrities get extorted all the time where they're like, hey, we have, we've hacked your cloud. Hashtag the fapping. Like, do you want that out there or not? And it's like, they can ask what they want. But who cares? I wouldn't care. Good, good on Whitney Cummings for immediately taking the power away from that guy. Exactly. Almost not post your half a nipple. You fucking loser that you think half a nipple's worth anything, you piece of shit. Well, no nude's worth anything. If I were to have a nude out there and someone was like, Dave, what's this worth? You'd be like, zero dollars and zero cents. Post it, motherfucker. It'll save me some time. I don't have to upload it. Thanks. Yeah, Put a good yeah. caption on it while we're at it. Like, I don't care. It's a, it's nudity. We all, we're all naked at the core of it. I'm not giving you a fucking dime, you disgusting creep. So good for them. And uh, yeah, uh, fuck Tumblr. <laughs> fuck Tumblr. I can't imagine you'd, you'd look at something that Pornhub has, has literally been making millions and millions of hand over fist every month. By the way, t- or Pornhub is a mostly free service. Uh, it it's got a premium, but like they still make millions of dollars in charitable donations. They do all sorts of. Have PR you tried stunts. the premium Pornhub? I have not tried the premium Pornhub. Look good? for mail days, like Father's Day. It's usually free that week. Not really that good. I think nowadays, if people if you pay for it, it's, I, mean, I have a couple of friends at work. At, apparently, at one point in their life, tried premium porn. Do they share a service? Uh, I I've, I've had I'm, people offer that where they're like, yes. "Do you want to do you want to split it four ways with a bunch of guys?" I'm like. I guessing that they that's probably what they did they said it, it's something way different you can find more specific fetishes well, in and, hd and hotter actresses and and then in my mind i'm like okay that's fine but i mean i'm not in this to watch the hottest women in the world sometimes <laughs> sometimes you just want to watch a woman who's kind of ugly take it up the keister you yeah know? you're I mean, just looking for whatever i've had plenty of times where like i'll see a video come out where i'm like uh like bella thorne just directed one and i'm like oh, i want to find that Pornhub was like you to pay for our premium shit and i'm like Okay, welcome to the internet. Google Bella Thorne's directed video for free tube. Boom, there it is. Yeah. Seven different Aloha X to ever X vids. Everyone's like, "We got it, motherfucker! You want to watch it?" I call Bing every time. I'm like, <laughs> "I can't find a video." Call Bing. Oh, look at that. Bing says that. Eight. Google's like, "Oh, I'm sorry, that's been suppressed by copyright." And Bing's like, "Bitch, here it is." Yeah, here's the video. We all have smart porn guys out there that just pulled it for you. And like, all right, well, why am I paying for fucking premium? I don't need premium. Nobody needs. Well, certain guys need premium. There are people out there who need premium. There are a couple of sad losers. There that are sad are. people who happy to have their premium subscription. You know what? If a standard amount of porn can't do it for you, buddy, you bring the good stuff. All right, you bring the the weapons grade porn. That's that's what you need. <laughs> you bring the yeah, that's called the heavy whatever that that heavy website ordinance? is. No, no, the, the website heavyr.com, whatever oh, it is. Oh no! I've been a couple times where I hit that. And I'm like, I'm gonna get in trouble for going to this. 
sight because it's it is it is Dude. the black market of porn. Folks. It is the black market, Dave. That's really dark. Don't admit that on uh, there. Oh, no, no, I've, no, no, I've been there a couple times where I'm like looking for a specific thing, and I go there and I'm like, you 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 feel attacked. Your morals feel attacked because you're like, this is you. Because then the recommended videos are like horse fucking. And you're like, oh, this isn't me. This isn't me. Oh, and you have to like re-figure yourself. That's the other problem with Bing that doesn't filter bestiality porn or shit. Exactly. Like they show me. So some, like, they're like, you're into fucked up shit. Here's more fucked yeah, up here's shit. A, here's a dog doing. I'm like, whoa, what what the hell is that Great Dane doing? What the fuck? <laughs> Bing, that's not okay. I, I was after cheerleaders. That is not okay. And Bing's like, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. <laughs> you want the crazy stuff? Here's the crazy stuff, bitch. Like, okay. Uh, no, I'm good. I'm good. Gonna ask you to take about 20% off there, Bing. <laughs> Just bring it down, Bing. Bring it down. One level. Uh, <laughs> so what most people don't know about me, and I'm, I'm sad to admit it, um, I am a, I'm a TikTok star. I am. Uh, you can find me on TikTok if you if you look. I'm not proud of it, Mike. I, I'm not. You 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 were you've seen part of my live streaming phase with TikTok. I actually watch most of your TikTok videos that I, you post. Well, thank you. I you know I, I work hard on. I worked hard on those. Many uh, of them are hilarious. Well, thank you. I uh, people don't know TikTok is. Uh, it's like uh, musically. I, I like to say it's more of a vine. It's yep. a short video. It's like a 15 second vine. Yeah, you can do. I do characters. You can do mouth overs. Whatever you want to do. And uh, I've had. I have several videos that are in the million views and 34,000 likes. And I, for some reason, TikTok picked me to be famous. And I don't know why. And I've made $445 over my live streams over when I did them. I only did seven live streams. I haven't done one in months. Uh, but then it happened. We had uh, we had a revolution, and I was on the bad end of it because uh, in March we had a me- middle medium creator strike because they were suppressing our views, and so I went out there and I posted hate videos where I was like, "Fuck you at TikTok, suck my dick, you hate the you hate creators like us, like you won't stand, we won't stand for, it. no one's gonna stand for it, fuck off." Next thing I know, like I was posting videos that were getting like 150 thousand views eight views and then i'd post another video 12 oh. views one like and i'm like this was my crack like i turned off notifications to my phone i'd post a video and I'd be like all right here's three thousand likes and i'm like no i'm and now anytime i go on their live stream i have almost 10k fans and i'll go on there and be like three people are in the room right now and i'm like where are you guys so i'd go on before to be like you have 450 guys right now in the room right now and they'd be giving me prizes and stuff like that to give them shout outs and now it's like they fucking I mean, it, and it's not even ironic. They ruined me. And now every time I post a video, it's like, no. I did one last week. I did two last week. So you think they suppressed you? I think they, they it was a not a tactical move on my, I just got in the revolution. I was like, for some reason, like, I was like, fuck it, suck me. I'm bigger than you. I got millions of views. And then it's like, no, you're not, Dave. Oh, you're yeah, not. you ain't bigger. Sorry. So TikTok can kill you folks. They uh, they suppressed my entire life. They suppressed my entire world. And, uh, and now I'm here. I'm just trying to survive, guys. I feel like going to like a group right now of like why like Macaulay Culkin will be there. I'll be like, "Hey guys, like Macaulay, be like Dave, what are you here for?" Well, I was a famous TikTok star. Welcome, Dave. Everybody kind of claps. What was it like being in the limelight? Oh, it was great for a while. Macaulay's like, "Yeah, but what happened? What's, Power got uh, too big." What's Macaulay Culkin's full name? I do believe it is actually Macaulay Culkin. Macaulay Culkin now. Is it really? <laughs> yes, I, I believe I sent you that article. Macaulay Culkin decided to. Oh, yeah. <laughs> to allow the internet or allow a forum or whatever to figure out his name. And for those of you who don't know, anytime you ask the internet to name something for you, you ask for trouble. That's why you had the controversy about Bodie McBoakface. You, oh, you've heard that, I'm right? Not there was some sea expedition ship that they wanted the the uh, 
internet to name, and the internet unanimously voted like five million people Bodie McBoatface. Uh, uh, and immediately the company's like, we're not naming it that. And so they named it something else, but the controversy was so huge eventually that they, they just fucking caved and named <laughs> Bodie McBoatface. Um, Mountain Dew did a campaign for let's name Mountain Dew. So the top one with like two million votes was Hitler did nothing wrong is the next Mountain Dew flavor. Uh, after that was like Moist Grandma and things like just just horrible names. You don't let the internet name you. So Macaulay Culkin. Hey Hitler. Yeah, hey Hitler, exactly. So Macaulay Culkin decided to let the internet name him. And uh, he, they changed, they wanted his name legally changed to Macaulay Culkin, Macaulay Culkin. And he fucking did it because Macaulay Culkin him. is a gangster. Yeah, he is, I mean, he really has nothing to lose at this point in time. He's, he's beast mode. He doesn't care. He's like, I, I did one, I did some Home Alone movies and now my career is shit. He did a movie with uh, Seth Green actually last month that was really, really, really good. I mean, he did like Monsters Ball and shit like that too, which they, Macaulay Culkin does some great sleeper movies, but that's just the thing is Macaulay Culkin is not capitalizing. He has no stardom. No. He he has creativity. And he is super creative. He's super out there. I think he's, he, he'd be like a James Franco if he wanted to, very right. on the exactly. edge of, of what's okay and what's yep. not okay. Five minutes from just complete obscurity kind of thing. Exactly. Really, really like James Franco, but he doesn't want to be. He showed up on a, uh, if you've ever seen the, the video game reviewer, Angry Video Game Nerd, <laughs> he reviews a bunch of old retro games, and okay. he's just, he's 100% 90s. Like, he's horrible 90s. Makes a lot of <laughs> fart jokes, uses a lot of screen wipes. He's horrible. But he reviewed Home Alone the game on the NES. Oh, there's SNES. a game. I didn't know it was a yeah, fucking... The, on the SNES. Okay. And uh, Macaulay Culkin guest starred as the, the pizza boy for that whole thing. But he was just <laughs> sitting there with the fucking pizza box. And it's like, dude, that's a twi- that's a streamer. It's just a standard YouTuber. You're not doing anything. You're not doing anything. He's just like, fuck yeah, I'll be on your show. I don't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> he really is missing out. He's leaving money on the table right now by not doing more movies and I mean I'm sure he gets offers and maybe he's selective in what he chooses but I think he's really he's, he's dropping the ball on on what he could be doing as far as I me mean, he's Macaulay Culkin he's still his name is well known it's like what the Home Alone kid I, I suppose know. so I do I do with like a I'd pay a lot of money to go see a movie like the new Home Alone, except it shows like the two guys breaking into his house and Macaulay Culkin just like stabs them to death and just starts crying. Just, <laughs> and he's just sitting there covered in fucking Joe Pesci's blood, just, just screwing <laughs> over his corpse I all the time. I do what I had to do. I do what I had to do. <laughs> Like, you know, the movie takes a dark turn. That's why he did it. Like, halfway through, Joe Pesci starts tying him up, talking about raping the kid. Like, oh, my God. That. Like, holy fuck. That's just Macaulay Culkin. You don't do that. And mm, Joe Pesci's getting a little aggressive about it. Like, he's really into the role a little yeah. bit too much. <laughs> he's, he's unleashing a dark end of himself that was he's always right. lying dormant. But now Joe gets to finally do yeah. it. No, he's going full, like, uh, full deliverance on it. You know what I mean? He's really going to get into this role. And then Macaulay Culkin just stabs him to death with like a, a pencil or something. I think a good remake would be Macaulay Culkin becomes the burglar now. I think he switches and now Pesci has to teach him the ways and like teaching like the wet bandit role and like all of this. And Mac- My goodness. Yes. And then like Macaulay Culkin's older brother that beats him up the entire time is part of it. And he brings him in because he's like this deadbeat guy. He's divorced twice, three kids, child's back child support at this point in time, working at like a quick trip or something. He brings him in. And so together now using their BB guns that look like real guns because the kid has a BB gun. The entire time they're just robbing fucking people in the neighborhood because they know them. And- I'd finance the movie, but we got to call it we're all home alone oh, oh yeah 
there it is. <laughs> there we go. We've just we've we've just given you guys a movie idea. You're welcome, Colkin. Joe Pesci. Joe Pesci. You're gonna have to get to a rapey side that I don't know that you you've accessed before. I feel like he's desperate for money at this point in time. He can he can unleash that uh, that side. Maybe Joe Rogan. You know. We got a bunch of fucking jokes. Pesci. I don't, you know, let's, let's go for it. We'll get whoever we want, Mike. We have Macaulay Culkin at this point if in time. If we get Macaulay Culkin, we can get anybody. <laughs> <laughs> My car has a piece of shit, and I am so angry at it, and I'm so tired with it. Uh, it it uh, Last Wednesday, the engine almost blew. Uh, uh, right? Thank you. Uh, I was driving home, and next thing I you know, the car is overheating. It's, it's binging at me to stop, so I pull over. Uh, there's no coolant in the engine. Uh, there's a leak, so I get to where I'm going. I put coolant in it and uh, drive back to my house and uh, pull in the garage. And as I pull in the garage, I see the trajectory of my car with a drip. So I look under my car, and it was it was picturesque because what I do is I look under my car, and it flushes it all out into my garage, all the coolant that I put in there. So I'm like, well, I'm working from home the rest of the fucking week. Uh, call call uh, Matthew's Tire across the street because nobody's in town, so I'm like, I, I got to get somewhere close. I take it over there. They call me, and they're like, yeah, the uh, water cooler's fucked. And they sent me pictures, which was actually really cool of them. Uh, and all the piping was blown out. And then the car, the serpentine belt, everything was covered in coolant. So they had to deep wash the engine. Ugh. I know. So, like, uh, if we do everything that we wanted today, it's about $1,400. I'm like, well, what's, like, what needs to get done today? And they're like, well, that's $895. i am like, all right, just fucking do it. Get it done. Get it done. And uh, still, it's like every fucking week. I, I Again, I said this seven episodes ago. I wish I was a mechanic. I wish I went to school so I could look at these cars and go, fuck. Because the car was, I mean, it was a, it, the car couldn't drive. If it was overheating, obviously, you're going to blow the engine block. So I was like, yeah, it needs to get done. Obviously, it's not like it's not like I need a, I need a rotation where I'm like I'll put that off for a month. Where it's like, no, uh, your engine block will explode if you don't fix the fucking coolant. Like that's such a my car's a devil. I, I've come to the point where I'm saying Buick, you have created a piece of shit that I bought, and uh, you have cost me a lot of money in repair bills. <laughs> To be perfectly honest, I, I kind of feel bad for you. I've always driven crappy cars in my life. Mm-hmm. I've never had car troubles on that. In my crappiest cars, the Lumina and the Sundance. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, by the way, the Lumina is the safest car you can possibly have. I did like the van. The van was nifty. I did a lot of shagging in that van. Got a lot of... It's a badass. That's a badass first car. Van. The van. It, plastic paneling filled with god knows what anyway but my cars always had problems but they always kept going my cars never like even the even if you remember the uh the sundance when i used to go visit uh, that girl i used to bang in black river falls oh yeah that made it the entire way to black river falls with the bottom of the radiator having been completely rotted out. That made it that whole, it made a three and a half hour drive to Upper Wisconsin. Just, just kept going. Uh, granted, we had to have it re- rebuilt at the GM plant, but it made it there. No problem. It kept moving. It kept moving. My cars always keep moving. My car now has had no problems for years. It. I mean, it's, it's just basic maintenance. It's just basic maintenance. I take it in for what it needs and it never gives me any other trouble. Not even a belt wearing out yet. Like, and yet you have a very nice car. Your Buick is, is gorgeous. <laughs> and yet every 10 minutes I hear it won't start. The engine's rotting. Oh, it still has that problem. It's still, it starts when it wants to start. And then I have to force it to start when it doesn't want to start. It picks the stays where it's like, Oh, we're good today. We'll turn over. And then the other day it's like, uh, you gotta push the gas motherfucker. If you want this to come over. And I'm like, yeah. And then I've, it's been a mechanic 
12 times now for that one thing. And the mechanic's like, there's nothing wrong with your car. We have checked everything we can check. No, and I'm like, fucking something's wrong. The car is supposed to start. When I put the key in turn, I shouldn't have to give it gas to start it. And Do you have an auto starter? Because uh, my uh, my Dodge Avenger, if you if you turn the key, the engine keeps trying itself without you pressing anything until yeah. it starts. So I could like literally lean into the car and just do that without having to you know do anything, nice now. and it'll start itself. Period. And it's kind of inconvenient if like when the battery was dying, I had to get the battery recharged. Oh, yeah, yeah. It'll it'd keep trying even though I didn't want it to. You're so like, the engine stop, would, stop, stop. <laughs> yeah, it's like you're good, you're good, and then it would just it would kill itself. But most of the time, I just hit the key that's and nice. I can do whatever else. That, I think that's what mine's supposed to do. But it I, revs I, its own engine and everything. Does yours do that? Oh, no, it doesn't do that. Yeah, mine will start, and that's then it gives really, the engine a, a... To make sure the engine's in, you know... That's really badass. Mine's more like, I don't think it gets... I think it doesn't get gas is the main problem, because, like, I'll have to give it gas, and I think it it cleans out the fuel reserve, and you hear it if you're in the car for 10 minutes afterwards, you'll literally hear it going... Sucking the gas. That's in, like, like what's in there, which I don't know if that's a defect in them creating it or what, but I'm like, God damn it. Like, every time I go in, I'm like, any problems? And they're like... No, it's good to go. Oil change. You're ready. Have a good day, sir. And I'm like, oh, all right. And then again, they're like, like even when I took it to Matthews, they were like, I drove it there and I walked home because it's literally two blocks away from my fucking house. And uh, when I left it there, I'm like, yeah, take a look at that. But also the starter, it likes to do whatever it wants. And like we diagnosed that. And then he called me. He's like, we've started this thing like 30 times. It's fine. And he goes, we've done all the tests on your starter, your alternator. I'm like mother like seriously nobody can like it's not like a fucking there's a monkey on the wing like the car there is something wrong with the car but nobody can figure it out multiple shops can't figure it out i'm like i i i give up i give up gm you don't understand there's a demon on the wing i've seen it yes sir just please take your seat yeah just sit down we'll get you a beer don't worry we'll 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 get you we'll get you locked in for this flight no it's my next car i'm gonna unload that thing hopefully in the winter when it starts every single fucking time I'm going to go for, like, a, an older car. I want, like, a 2005, 2004, and I don't need Bluetooth. I don't need Sirius XM radio. I don't need backup sensors. I don't need moonroofs. I just need a car. I don't need a lot of electronics. So Toyota 4Runner is my first car that I'm going to go after, and then we'll go from there. If you're looking for a standard car, just a car car, I 100% recommend the newest version you can find, 2004, 2005, of a Chevy Altima. Now, I know that sounds a little weird, but okay. Ultima not, not only has the... It's of the 150 cars that show up on the rating, rated by mechanics and car owners and like you know people who are worth rating cars worldwide, Chevy Ultima shows up on the third. Really? Because it's durable, it's effective, it's all weather, and the parts hmm. for it are dirt cheap and easy to replace. It doesn't have an engine that's locked off from the user, so any mechanic can get anywhere he wants to go for cheap. The parts are always available and can be are interchangeable, okay. and it has a life of anywhere from new off the lot. It was it, the reason it got part of the record is because it had a life of ten to. 19 years on average off the lot with basic maintenance okay like that's how long ultimas were living for 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 10 years before you had to go worry about the engine so if you can find a newer ultima just go for it because they're like fucking sherman tanks they're awesome that's what i need i need a car that's willing to handle the the rigmaroles of society and not uh and not fucking break down because i'm tired of every single month being like all right well we have this problem we have that problem and then it's like 
you don't fucking know anymore. Like, it's like, all right, I don't, you can't take it to a basic mechanic because they're like, well, we don't have the machinery to actually go through this and diagnose right. it. Because it's not even like now, like old school cars where they're like, oh yeah, your alternator's bad or this is bad because they can see it and look at it. Whereas now they're like, we got to hook it up to a billion different things. And if those billion, if all those electronic equipment stuff doesn't detect anything, there's nothing wrong there. You fucked, yeah. And then you're like, oh, oh okay. <laughs> like, it could just be a glitch of the system. That's a pretty big glitch. It's a huge glitch there, buddy. <laughs> it is. I hate cars, folks. I really hate cars so much. Um, yeah, well, you know what? This has been a good episode. I really appreciated this episode. I, I think uh, I think you guys are some good people, and that's why we keep creating for you guys. Uh, definitely share this with your friends, your family, your uh, colleagues. Perhaps children that are just learning to talk. You young, know? young kids who want to learn big words. Uh, and uh, we're going to keep pumping these out for you guys. So I want to thank you guys so much for episode 16, Jesus. Yep. As always, ladies and gentlemen, let's drink. <laughs>